talking about something that affects so many people, but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn, and to spouses looking for support. This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas. We hope this can help you on your journey. Enjoy! Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, everyone. Episode number 48. I'm excited about that. That is an accomplishment. We've been killing it, just getting it done on the podcast this year. That's right. Yeah. Um, So, we want to help you out. We know how this goes. We remember where we were when I was talking to Lindsay, trying to get help with this thing. I didn't know how to control, right? I didn't want to look at porn, but yet I found myself still doing it. And then I tell Lindsay, and she's, uh, you know... I kind of had years to be thinking about what my solutions are, what my options are. So then I tell her, and she didn't really know what's going on. So then she had some catching up to do, right? Um, it's kind of a, a a shock, to say the least. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so today we're gonna uh, offer some ideas that can help some of you out who are in this type of situation, and just know it can get better. Um, And we're going to talk about that, too. So what do you have for us, Lindsay? Yeah, so first of all, yeah, it is. it was a shock for me. It was a shocking thing, and I feel like my body responded in that way. Um, And also, it may not be that specific um, trait or symptom. What would it be? Symptom? Side effect? Shock? Sure, side effect. That might not be the case for you because, you know, I know some of you have um, been in marriages where it's, you know, your husband talked to you about his porn use before you got married and so it's always been something you've been aware of and there's been a lot of open communication and for others of you you might have felt a little blindsided or you might be feeling blindsided either way what I'm going to talk to you about today is going to apply to you because we still play mind games on ourselves um, as we're trying to figure these things out I was just going to say um, I, I had a consult with someone this week and um He's in the type of situation where I think they've been married at least six or seven years, maybe longer, Mm -hmm. maybe ten. And he's been struggling with porn for a while, for many years in that marriage, um, and he hasn't told it yet. And so he wants help, and we're talking about working together, yet one of his hang-ups was talking to his wife. And Mm -hmm. so he, he made a plan on the phone with me to talk to her that day, and it brought back so many memories <laughs> from when I did this. <laughs> I was like, man, you are probably just feeling like uh, panicky and like on fire on your insides in a very uncomfortable way. And Ooh, on fire on your insides. And you're going anyway. Cool. He's doing it. Like, how awesome is that? I mean, it, I think it takes a lot of guts. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember for me, it felt like a very courageous thing yeah. for me to do. Um, and so this isn't to like, I'm not in this to add any shame to like he didn't tell her for how many years not at all i don't think that helps i i like celebrating the step that guys like this take like wow he's going and doing it and you know that can be the most loving thing he can do for his wife right now is begin to involve her in this thing that he wants to do to improve his life which in turn can 
affect the marriage, the family, right? So mm-hmm. I just thought I was, I was kind of excited to <laughs> to see this guy take that step. It's fun to see. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So four things to know if uh, your husband is looking at porn. The first thing is you are not crazy. Okay. All reactions are normal. Some people overreact. Some people underreact. Some people go into shock. Some people don't. It really does look differently for everyone. Oftentimes there is a visceral response, even if you don't recognize it in the moment. There are a lot of things. Visceral response, make that in layman's terms. Like a physical response. Yeah. Yeah. So there are a lot of things happening involuntarily and very few voluntarily when this kind of stuff happens, when you find out that your husband's looking at porn. And I remember that for me personally, um, just kind of shutting down and dissociating from my body, disconnecting from my body. So sometimes when we're going through this, we might compare ourselves to how, you know, some other person has survived or gotten through their betrayal and we might blame ourselves for recovering or not being like them or for gaining weight when they didn't gain weight and whatnot. And just know that all reactions are normal and your body and your mind are doing what it knows to do in that specific moment in every specific moment to survive. Yeah. I love that idea. Just remembering that with what you have learned, even if it, uh, is sometimes a little misguided or there could be a better way available mm-hmm. when you learn about it, right? Um, but with what you have learned so far, your body, everything it does is to protect you, to help you achieve the things you're going for. Like, I love that idea. Yeah. Um, with you, did you did you even know, like, now you talk about it with a lot of awareness of how you did disassociate or disconnect from your body but Mm -hmm. at the time did you know how much you were doing that no so i did not have awareness until later did you start realizing more how much that was going on yeah like i i look back and i see that i was in a fog for a really long time and it was probably just as i needed to be like it was almost like i see enough to survive keep my kids alive work and don't see anything else you know i really think that's what i needed to do to like get through each day Um, But it can be really helpful to talk to somebody about this. And that's why I love getting on, you know, initial calls with women because they tell me what's going on. They tell me what their reactions have been. And it can be this total shame dump where um, they can, you know, I remember for me personally talking to, you know, a professional for the first time and them not like reacting the way your friends would react. Right. That's why I think having a professional or coach can be so impactful, especially someone you know, like me, where this is my niche, there isn't a lot that floors me anymore. There just isn't. And that can really relieve a lot of, alleviate a lot of shame that we are kind of putting on ourselves around the whole pornography thing. Yeah, that's so nice, isn't it? When you like talk to your coach and you're like, can you see how awful this is? Right? You're like trying to convince them and they're just kind of looking at you like, so what's the problem? (laughs) You know, (laughs) not in a discompassionate way, but in like a just a really objective like let's look at this yeah maybe it's not automatically all the things you are saying it is right yeah yeah so the second (laughs) thing is that this is not your fault and his stopping is not your responsibility you might wish that it was partially your responsibility and he might too but it's just not okay if it were somehow your responsibility i know a lot of you women 
you're resourceful, you're thoughtful, you're strong, you're powerful. If some of this was within the realm of your control, he probably would have stopped, but he hasn't, right? And so, you know, one, some language maybe to pay attention to is if you have a lot of I should language when around him stopping or not stopping, um, you know, usually it's actually a really normal thing that we say because it creates or like facilitates this idea that we did have some control control at some point. And so being able to release yourself from that is one of the best things that you could do for yourself. And part of why you might feel this way is there's a lot of socialization that we've all gone through where we think that we are supposed to look a certain way or behave a certain way or show up in the bedroom in a certain way or else he'll do the things. And that's just not true. Yeah, like if my husband's not getting enough at home, he's going to go get it somewhere else because he's got to get it somewhere, right? Like these types of ideas. Exactly. uh, It's just, we're here to tell you that it's just not the case. It's just not true. It's not, uh, it's it's a very disempowering idea that many of us have bought into. Um, But the truth is, a man does not have to get it in some time frame in the Mm -hmm. first place. And, um, and it doesn't have to be in some urgent way from you. Like all of his responsibility for that lies with him and how he acts in those ways. Mm -hmm. And none of it is on you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing I like about this idea is that it really is disempowering to men too, to think that they like have needs that have to be fulfilled in a certain way or they, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's it's not that sex can't be a great part of a relationship, right? And maybe even an important one for the kind of marriage that you want, right? But it's amazing how how much that can all be enhanced by actually clearing out a lot of these disempowering ideas that many of us have been socialized to buy into, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what, what else did you want to say there? Yeah, there's something else about that. Just know that it's not your fault if you feel like it is and if you find yourself justifying why your individual case is different. Come talk to me and like I can help you find a little bit of clarity because it just isn't like you can't control him. Okay? Yeah. The third thing, you are enough. All right? My friend, you have always been enough. You came out with a certain amount of inherent worth that has not changed. It doesn't need to change because it's just right. Can't change. Cannot change. No matter what you do or don't do. So you will continually always be enough. And I know you might be thinking, well, clearly I'm not. Like, if I would have been this way or this way, then blank, 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 blank. Or, you know, you're just being nice because that's what you're supposed to do. Um, Just if you notice some dissonance between me telling you that you're enough and that you are worthy notice it because guess what also normal (laughs) (laughs) um so and if that is you you know some thoughts that i want to offer you to think or try on are maybe something like you know maybe i could get to a place where i know that i'm enough or what if i am enough i just don't know it yet yeah i also like uh if i knew i was enough how would i act in this situation right like whatever situation is right in front of you in mm-hmm. this moment if i just knew for a moment right now that i was 
completely enough, how would I decide to blank, right? Mm-hmm. I love that one too. Yeah, I like that. The fourth thing is, and this one is really key, I think, um, is that things can get better, all right? Telling yourself that things can get better and being willing to be open to that idea is really impactful and pretty important to help you get through those dark, lonely moments, okay? So this isn't, we're not trying to like get you out of the dark, lonely moments and get you away from, you know, feeling whatever you need to feel or process, but you can feel sad and process really tough stuff and know that things can get better at the same time. So these two ideas are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, I remember when I was uh, struggling with depression a lot, right? And I had suicidal thoughts on the regular. Um, and I'd be depressed for days at a time, remember? And um, sometimes I just thought, oh, great, here we go. This is, is this ever going to end, right? And I remember one of the most helpful things for me to keep in mind is, like, no feeling lasts forever. Mm-hmm. No feeling ever has lasted forever in my past experience. And also kind of learning from different resources that no feeling does last forever like just sometimes that was the one thing I could cling on to in Mm -hmm. those moments where it just felt like like what's the point of doing anything but just laying in bed and curling up and Mm -hmm. trying to disappear you know um reminding myself that that uh this does not last last forever, mm-hmm. right? And even just maybe it won't last forever. Just that little, <laughs> mm-hmm. that little glimmer. Sometimes just hanging on to that is like just what I needed to, um, to feel like I could go on that day and do my next thing. Yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes we we have a hard time getting there because we're we get kind of obsessed with the how and we we need to know how things are going to get better. And so stepping back from thinking about how it's all going to, needing to know how it's all going to play out and just getting present in the present moment can be like one of the best things that you do for yourself because what your life is comprised of really is a bunch of present moments. And a lot of times when we notice anxiety or fear, we're actually thinking about the past, the future and resisting our present moments. So when you have tough situations or circumstances come up, I have a really awesome guide. It's called Find Relief Now. And in that guide, it's got some questions to help you with whatever circumstance you're going through. But at the end, there's this awesome um, grounding guide or like it's a grounding slash soothing, self-soothing technique stuff that has a lot of really good ideas to help you just get present because right now that is one of the best things that you can do for yourself because you're not going to know the how. Yeah. It's way cool. Check it out. Yep. Uh, It's got some good stuff in there. Well, that's all we have for you today. Hope you guys have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you later. Yeah, so glad you joined us. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us, whether it's for both of you or just yourself. You'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you. For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes. 
And to our current clients, we love you and thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey. Thank you.